You're listening to That Champion Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Emmanuel. Each week, I deliver high-energy new content and episodes to help you go from where you are to where you want to be, aka living that hot and luxe and vibey lifestyle you've been dreaming of. I love sharing and talking all things biz, lifestyle, woo, subconscious mind, and of course, my fave, celebration mindset. And so from now on, consider me your fab biz and lifestyle coach, BFF, guru, and luxe lifestyle influencer. I'm here to support women like you in magnetizing and monetizing your desired dream lifestyle, run a six-figure freedom biz, and make shit happen. Because here's the thing, you are a worthy beesh, and I'm here to empower you, babe. So I share everything, my struggles, behind-the-scenes battles, success stories to show you that it gets to be this and that and more. And so there's no more settling, no more nibbing your light, and I'm giving you permission to dream bigger. So go ahead, time to pop the champagne and enjoy a fab makeover because a new episode starts now. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of That Champagne Lifestyle. Holy F F F F F. <laughs> I just recorded this podcast interview with Kylie Nell. Guys, I I'm still speechless. This episode, we did not see it coming. I was ready. I had notes. I knew exactly where we're going. So I was looking forward to like having her on the podcast and we just took a big ass I mean, is, is that even a U-turn? Like, I don't know. We just went on a tangent all about the woo. Guys, this episode is so freaking good. Oh my God, oh my God. And like, here's the interesting thing. Right before um, we started recording the episode, I was not feeling good. Like, literally yesterday on Sunday, I was watching, um, what's it called? I'm always so confused. The, the like, latest Sex in the City. And so, and just like that, and just like that. And between you and me, I'm not giving any spoiler alerts here or anything, but I've been feeling off ever since I watched the episode yesterday afternoon. Like literally feeling sick, like not feeling good, like needing like an entire morning just to like recuperate from like my emotions and everything. And like I canceled my entire day. I really was like laying very low. And the only thing I kept on my schedule today was recording this podcast episode with Kylie. And guys, I picked up on her energy. Her energy is so fucking good. Oh my gosh. Like I, if I were to recorded this intro like an hour and a half ago, I would have been someone completely different. Right now I am back. Like I cannot wait for you guys to like dive into this epi because it's so good. We talk about like the woo, but like not like some, not easy woo. We are diving into the woo. <laughs> If you know what I mean, I mean, girl is like, she's a queen. I'm obsessed with her. I mean, we literally, I mean, I, I just want to like fly her here. Like I just, or I want to like fly to South Africa and spend some time with her. She is unbelievable. Like honestly, her energy is next level. This podcast episode is next level. Obviously, I'm going to keep all of my notes for like another uh, interview. I'm going to, obviously, I'm going to have Kylie on again. Uh, maybe in a couple of months. Uh, I know her birthday is in February, so maybe like around her birthday-ish, uh, just so we can like get into the convo that we had originally planned because that would be so fucking potent for you guys. But this episode right now today is all about the woo, all about like the good witchy stuff. Like her story is 
unbelievable. Her story is really inspiring. Um, her truth, her expansion. She's very, like, I'm, like, just obsessed with her. So, guys, enjoy this episode. No big-ass intro for you today. Ooh, except for one thing I want to share with you. We're going to link in the show notes. But basically, I got a new freebie for you guys. It's all about bougieing up your energy. So, basically... I created this downloadable course where you have access to an introduction to EFT tapping, which is emotional freedom technique. It's a very easy technique to use on a daily. You could do it on in your shower. You could do it basically at your computer. You could do it in front of the mirror. You could just do it anywhere. And basically, you're just like moving the energy around your body. And so I also recorded some guided EFT tappings for you that you have access to, a workbook and a guide. So you get all of this goodness for free free and uh, until like, I don't know exactly which date I can't remember but it's for a limited time only because afterwards it's going to become a payable um, offer in my product suite so it's linked in my show notes guys get in right now as you can get it free um, boost up your energy because it is unbelievable so anyways closing off this quick intro sending you so much love and we'll talk soon okay guys so I am with my latest like queen crush <laughs> do i say kylie yeah that's kylie. perfect okay. yeah so oh my god guys this is like so funny because we were just talking like literally seconds before i press record i'm like we need to record this we need to record this <laughs> i feel like you're like part of me and i'm so thankful that we are spending this time because you are in south africa i'm in canada so making everything happen between our schedules how are you I know. I'm good. I'm good. I think like we were both saying, I'm actually just, I'm excited that it's like nearing the end of the year. Like I've never been one to say that, but even just reflecting on the year, I'm like, this has been a bomb ass year for growth. Like, holy shit, there was a lot of lessons learned. So I'm doing good. And I agree. I feel like all my like closest friends are in Canada. So there's this divine sign. I think that I either need to like move down that side or you guys just need to come down this side. Well, I was telling you, I think it was last week, we were just like, screw Instagram, we're just going to Voxer. <laughs> yeah. I was telling you that. And this is like in a week of meeting each other. I think two yeah. weeks a week. <laughs> and like my stepmom used to work in Africa, like Congo, Rwanda, like she worked like everywhere in Africa. And my mom also, she moved, she actually visited, um, traveled to South, uh, South Africa for like six months, a couple years ago. So I feel very connected to like your line. It's just like, yeah. Oh. Anyway, so they're going to listen to this episode and be like, these girls are literally like completely in love with each other right now. We're like, yeah, we feel connected. We do. We do. <laughs> and it's so funny that you're like tapping into like the fact that you need a break because this just came back to me. Literally two hours ago, I was pulling my Oracle cards and I picked um, Take a Break. And that, is, it, is it from the um, Rebecca Campbell deck? It is. I literally it's, just sorted my mind. Yeah. <laughs> As you picked it up. <laughs> take a break. So oh, everyone who's listening and they're feeling that mm. like pull to take a break, do the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree. Wait for permission. Don't like, don't wait for like, Friday, whatever day you're going to be off from your nine to five for two weeks. Like, no, just take the break, <laughs> find a way to take the break. I agree. I fully so, agree. 
So Kylie, you are an intuitive business mentor, you're a human design specialist, which we're going to be tapping into attraction marketing. You're launching and like you're a launching expert. Like you do so much cool stuff. You're I'm a many gen, that's why. You are you a many gen? <laughs> I'm a many gen, yeah. Okay. I'm a gen. Ah. That explains. That explains. It, I, I know. I'm always very attracted to like either many gens or just like manifestors, like in general. Like I find myself surrounded by like these people all the time. So I love that. I love that. Ah, so tell us about you. Are you more coffee or champagne? Oh my God. I like to say it depends on what time of the day, but I feel like that's even a lie within itself. So I would say champagne. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's why I love you. What's your fave book? Like your all time favorite book? Oh my goodness. Rich as fuck by Amanda Francis. I don't read books. She's like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. I don't read. Yeah. Like I've literally got chills. I think, I think we need to do a past life regression because we were probably soul sisters somewhere in like a past life. That would be like, so cool. I know. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't read a lot of books more than once in all honesty. And Amanda Francis's book, Rich as Fuck, is the only book I've read twice and actually really read and have gone through all the journal prompts. Like I touched upon it, I think it was beginning of this year. I've got no concept of time. So I think it was beginning of this year. And then I made a really big investment in my business about two months ago and something just called upon me to read the book again. And like even reading it the second time with a different level of money consciousness, mm-hmm. it shifted so much for me. So that's one book that I'm like, it explains everything and cuts the fluff and it really allows you to go deep into like your relationship with money and your money beliefs. I love that. And I completely agree with everything you just said. Like I actually buy that book to my clients. Mm, same. No, no, same. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy we're recording this convo. <laughs> so what's your city energy? Like what city like fills your soul up? Like, like you're just like that city that is you you know it's gonna sound so crazy but i've got two i've got general it isn't really a city per se but i've got general london which is interesting because i've never been to england um my husband and i had to travel at one stage but we had issues just with traveling so we never went but I've always felt attracted to London, England. And it was interesting when I did like a past life regression um, for myself once, I actually went back to, I don't know how many hundreds of years. One of my great, great, great grandmothers was sitting in a beautiful um, library. It was like this beautiful library surrounded by books. And I could starkly feel she was sitting in London, just seeing the beauty outside, especially in England. And yeah, just did a massive healing from her. So I know I've got past lineages in that specific area, even though I've never been, I've always been felt so felt, felt so cold to the country. And then weirdly enough, I think you're going to be like, oh my God, this is like so cosmopolitan, but I've always felt cold to New York. <laughs> like, I okay. don't know what it is. Like, I wish you could, I wish you guys could see. Like, I wish you guys could see or hear the silence. <laughs> Yeah. Like I've always felt called, even though it's very cosmopolitan, I get it. I don't think even as a managed Jane, I don't think I would survive there very long because literally I live in the countryside now, but there's well, just something. Tell everyone where you're at. 
tell everyone where mm-hmm. you're at. You're in. Oh, I'm in. I'm in Stellenbosch. Yeah, yeah, in South Africa. So, if anyone does know South Africa, like you have Joburg is kind of the capital, more inland, and then you have Cape Town, which is more located by the sea, and then Stellenbosch is very close to Cape Town. Um, we're just more on the countryside. So I'm literally surrounded by winelands, and I live in a state where there's peacocks everywhere, and it's just it's beautiful. So oh. that's like kind of my vibe. But there's something just about the magic of seeing all the lights. Like I love the night's time, like evening stars, city lights. That's my vibe. So I think I just want to breathe in that magic, even if I just go for a weekend. Okay. So well, obviously, you know, you don't know this about me, but my two cities are New York and London. Shut up. I swear to God. (laughs) I swear to God. Okay, so we've officially ruled out like BFFs. It's happening from here forward. <laughs> like it's happening. It's so weird. Oh my god! And we're not even like in the podcast yet. Like, no, this is crazy. Okay, your go-to <laughs> mantra or affirmation? Ooh, the best one. I think that's really guided me through a lot. Is I'm divinely protected and guided. Mm. has always stuck with me yeah yeah so soothing yeah like always just knowing divinely protected I'm always guided on my path and I think that's kind of allowed me to always take the big moves and go through a lot of my own traumas because I know that I'm always protected by something greater yeah I love that oh got chills (laughs) (laughs) and what is something that makes you feel extra extra luxe and bougie these days oh my god i would say right now it's anything joe malone and i know when i fold in my podcast form the first voice that i got was like oh my god joe malone and i'm like yeah i can't help it like it's my guilty pleasure um from the fragrances to I've even got a Jo Malone candle that I only burn when I'm on coaching calls with my coach or even like when I'm busy with manifestations or spell work or anything of the sort. So I would say that's my favorite indulgence. Oh, and good wine. Always good wine. Yeah. You actually wrote that twice. You're like, <laughs> you wrote wine, you wrote Jo Malone, you wrote like other things and then you wrote wine in caps. I didn't even like, realize this that. Is, this is my girl. <laughs> okay, so like, let's get into it. I want like the full on backstory, like everything that you're about, because I'm like, obviously obsessed with you. Like, I feel like we're like very like on the same wavelength, <laughs> but I want people I to like get into your essence. So tell me who you are. Oh, shit. Where do I begin? I think the big thing I can say is like, I'm everything and I'm nothing that I say at the same time, which Mm -hmm. is like, drop the mic. We can probably end the podcast episode here, (laughs) but I think it's, it's been so interesting. So I'm background. I am an only child. I grew up in a very small country that in a very small city, that's very conservative, very kind of narrow minded thinking of you go to school, get the degree, come home, work in as especially as a woman work a very average kind of job have kids move away from your job or earn earn like minimum wage and that's that's it it's like that's kind of the reality i grew up in um and i'm currently married absolutely amazing husband we were almost married for three next year will be three years Mm. um and that's kind of like my background on that front when it comes to the business side of things 
Sure. I feel like my journey has been quite, quite deep. Like for those who don't know, I am a human design coach. I do business coaching, which is also interesting. I'll tap into how that happened because that was never planned in my path. Um, and I'm a spiritual and psychic intuitive. And it's so interesting if I now look back at my entire life's journey, how I got here, I'm like, well, it makes sense. Of course this happened. But it happened about probably about 2013 um, when you finally decide what you're going to study. And I knew I always wanted to help people. So for me, funny enough, I had a very creative side and I still remember starting secondary school and they were like, you need to choose, you have, you have like your complementary subjects that you can choose. And I was automatically enrolled into entrepreneurship. I did it for a week and I was like, this is absolute bullshit. I can't do this. I dropped it and I took up art <laughs> and went really far with arts. Um, actually wanted to go into fashion design at one stage and my parents were like, this won't make you money. So you need to find something that's a proper degree. Enrolled for psychology and neuroscience. I got in for neuroscience, crazily enough. <laughs> I did because <neuro> <laughs> I had a fascination with the brain. I did neuroscience for probably like two and a half, three months. I didn't even complete the first semester. And I was like, look, this is, I know I want to help people, but this is not for me. There was just this human element that was missing. Mm -hmm. So I moved over to psych. And from starting my psych degree, I did my bachelor's, my honors, went through to master's. It was always this dream of doing a, being a clinical psychologist. But somewhere along the lines, I think the universe just shifted me. And I still remember speaking to a psychic at one stage of like my, I was just finishing off my bachelor's and she was like, no, I was in the midst of my honors. Sorry. I was in the midst of my honors. And she was like, I can see you're still going to study for two years, but you're going to end up building a business and something that's completely unrelated of sorts to what you studied, but it's, you're going to be wildly successful in it. And even that year, she told me I would meet my husband the following year. And I just went through a horrific breakup. So I was like, mm, I don't know how much <laughs> truth there is. <laughs> I'm like pinch of salt, my old lady, pinch of salt, but we'll see what happens. And I think I've always had this ambitious side to me. Um, growing up in, especially in high school, I was quite chubby, really bad skin. I was bullied profusely. It was really bad. So I very much retracted into my own shell and going to study in a completely different country because I came to study in South Africa kind of gave me that freedom. And about my first year of varsity, as chubby as what I was, I'll never forget this. A woman approached me and she was actually a fitness model and she competed in bodybuilding competitions. And she was like, Kylie, you need to compete. And I was like, uh, <laughs> you, you had like this perception of what someone who competes yeah. like, okay. And just because I was like, I was so overweight, like I was so shy. I'm like, I wouldn't even wear a two piece, like bathing suits in my own company. Never mind stand on a stage in front of so many people and like basically flaunt my body. But somehow this stuck to me at the back of my mind. And I started exercising more, fell in love with exercise. And I started using my strength that I was gaining through exercise and the idea of going on stage as a lot of therapy. So it helped me process a lot of my wounding growing up as a child. And truth be told in 2015, I competed at my first show. I'll send you photos, girl. You won't fucking recognize me. <laughs> I want to see them. Yes. I'm so proud and of you. Thank you. And it kind of just went up from there. I won my shows. I received sponsorships from, I don't know if you guys know GNC. It's a massive supplement brand. Received um, supplement sponsorships from them, 
clothing sponsorships. Like it was quite, it blew up quite big. And I was like, holy shit, this is like my destiny. It's what I'm supposed to do. And then in the midst of 2016 into 2017, I went through a really, I must say before my husband, my previous like men in my life were absolute like shit shows. I had really hectic wounded men in my life. I went through very bad breakups. And I, again, used like competing and bodybuilding and all of this in pursuit to heal and come stronger out of the other side of my, out of my breakout, oh, breakout, breakup. And had one of the biggest shows of my life in 2017. Literally, I remember wearing a small, I don't know if you know Freddie Jeans. I don't. Freddie jeans are almost like your, they're like leggings. So it's like a jigging fit, but it's got oh. like this. Yes. But they sit really beautifully on like your ass and everything just looks amazing. I was wearing a small Freddie and it was falling off my hips. That's how tiny I was. Like I was and profusely. You took it to the extreme. I went to the extreme. I was training probably two hours of cardio in the morning. I was doing three to four hours of weight training in the afternoon. I was eating like 800 calories. Like I was like, I will win regardless of what. And I kind of embodied this relentless. And then we'll probably speak about this in the episode, this relentless, like boss bitch attitude to heal. Mm-hmm. And behind it all, I was feeling, I was feeling more and more disconnected from myself. And I was like, Oh, it's fine. It's just the prep, whatever. And I kid you not my love. Like when I finished that show, I'll never forget. It was in July that I comp- no, in June that I competed. I hit this great depression as, as if everything just caught up to me um, from having previous wounds of PTSD to the bullying, to growing up. Like there were so many things that I just hit this immense depression and anxiety and everything spiraled. It went from binge eating behind the scenes to self-sabotaging myself. Cause I was like, I need to keep up this reputation online um, from suicidal thoughts trying to commit suicide. Like it was a really dark time of my life. And I remember finally coming out of this and approaching my mom about it and being like, look, something's not right. Because suddenly I had this overarching urge to smoke and drink where I never bought, like I'm not a smoker and I've never at that stage, never even bought a bottle of wine for my apartment. So I'm like, something's got to give. And it was really interesting how the year of 2018, when I met my husband too, it was where I had to learn to disconnect my identity from being an athlete and associating it with my body to finding who, who am I? Like who was Kylie beyond all of this? And it was really like interesting because behind the scenes at that stage, I was a fitness coach online. So I've been in the online space since 2015 and I was running eight week challenges and stuff like that. And obviously people see my body. They're like, Oh, we're so inspired. We have to work with you. So it was very conflicting with me. It was like, now suddenly I'm in the space where my body and my mind is kind of switching off. I was gaining weight and I now need to find my identity outside of the fitness space. Yeah. So I started pivoting my fitness coaching towards speaking more about mental health. I came out about my depression online and I actually started creating challenges where it wasn't just about the physical, but we did mental and emotional empowerment too. And slowly started also finding myself spiritually. So I've always been, and like I said, always believed there's something greater than me. I grew up in a very religious household. Both my parents are very Christian, go to church, but I never associated with a religion. And I think even that within itself was very conflicting for me because I'm like, why don't I feel when I see like my parents, why I go to church and I see this connection people have 
through the vehicle of Christianity or religion, I'm like, I don't associate. So what's happening? And throughout that journey of 2018, I started connecting back to me and actually used spirituality and energy work to completely heal myself from depression as a bold statement as that is release my depression wounds, throw away my medication, actually completely connect back to who I am. And that was then the start of the business that you see today. Because from fitness coaching, I was like, there's more to life than just your body. I'm here. I'm called to do more for women than just help them feel better about themselves physically. I launched a confidence program that sold out. And then I was like, there was this moment when one of my clients was like, Kylie, would you ever consider like teaching women how to sell and like market because you, you write so well, because writing's always been my medium for communication. And I, oh, I've got chills. <laughs> and I literally sat in that moment and I was like, what if this is what I went into? What if I actually helped women find fulfillment and help them find and reignite their purpose from within and actually make wild success from it. What if I could help women just do that? I always say make wild finances, living your absolute fulfillment and freedom. Cause that's what my business started becoming for me. It's, it helped me find my fulfillment and my purpose. And from someone who studied up until a master's degree, I remember the anxiety of opening up like job application tabs and either feeling undervalued or underpaid. And I don't fit in any, anywhere. I need more experience or I need more degrees behind my name. And feeling like an absolute failure to being like, why don't I just create the position for myself? And that's how then in 2019, I launched my first business program, which was then back in the day, Fierce to Sell. That sold out, <laughs> which was insane. And slowly up until now, I've developed into bringing more of my psychic spiritual side into the human design and everything to now being, yeah, the business coach I am today. Holy fuck. I hope you could keep up with that. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, uh, I'm honestly so speechless because I don't know why, like I wanted to get your full on backstory just because we've never actually had like a full blown conversation. I mean, we've DM back and forth a couple of times, but I wanted to know who you were. I did not expect like all of these layers to combine <laughs> and like mix and uh, like, thank you so much for like sharing everything. I mean, you are on a mission. Like there is a reason why this entire journey is yours is because like now you're like on the other side of things and it's always like a work in progress. Like regardless, like we're never completely, um, I mean, our like traumas, like let's talk about like body or even like anxiety or depression, like those things, they're always here somewhere. You know, we're not, we are healed but it's never 100 yeah. percent like so it's fun to see how like you were able to make magic from these dark times and you're able to seek for help in these dark times and reinvent yourself but like in like the craziest okay. way <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because it's in my human design and in my gene keys like my human design, I'm a four six. So I'm meant to teach people like my profile is a four six. So I'm meant to cultivate communities, which explains why I'm obsessed with networking and creating communities and having like a Facebook group or group programs, like really bringing women together. And then with my line six energy, I'm meant to actually teach all my lessons and thank the Lord touch wood. I'm ending my Saturn return this year 
So all the lessons of the life I've learned up until my Saturn return, I'm now actually passing down spiritual wisdom to women from it. And in my gene keys, I've got the gift of the shadow. So I mean to go through these dark nights of the souls because I'll see, I always tell my husband, it's hilarious. Someone will see a mug, for example, I'm looking at like my coffee mug here and they'll see a mug and they'll just see the mug, but I'll see so many depths and layers and my mind will go wild. And I've always wondered, but why can't I just see things as they are? And you should yeah, see just, it because we're like both quoting right now. <laughs> yeah, we're like, as they are, like I always feel and think and see deeper. And it's just part of my gene key so that I can see the shadow side so I can bring it to the light. Okay, so explain to like everyone, because obviously like I, I know what human design is. I know what gene keys is. Uh-huh. But like, can you actually explain to people, like to the ones who are listening to us, what both... Um, how do I, what, what word I want to say, like both, um, tools, basically, what do they do? How they are, how do they actually help us and serve us? And like, it's so important for us to know exactly where we're at. So one thing I do love about human design is it's really an energetic blueprint. And you can almost think of it as your soul's blueprint of how you're meant to be projecting energy into this lifetime and also receiving energy. Something that I find that's so fascinating about it is if you think of your psychometric testing, like your traditional psych tests, like the D, um, what is it? The disc test and those kind of things. It gives you a snapshot of your personality in that moment. So if you had to take the same psych test tomorrow, you'll probably get different results because your personality fluctuates according to your mood and all these things in your environment where your human design is almost like your spirit's personality taste, if I can put it like as such, and it remains fixed throughout your lifetime because we really base it on astrology and physics and the I Ching. And we look at where you were born, when you were born, um, as well as what time. So it remains fixed without your lifetime, which I think makes it also a very accurate and reliable tool. Mm-hmm. And what's beautiful about the human design is every person I've done a reading for, and even for myself, or like, finally, I feel permission to be myself. And I feel understood and seen on a very deep level. So I think it's a very powerful tool for deep introspection and really understanding yourself, but also seeing how you can navigate your energy to reach your highest fulfillment. And then the gene keys. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And then the gene keys is just a layer deeper. So that's where we start looking into your codes as they call it to see, okay, the sequences that exist, what is your sequence to prosperity? What is the sequence you're meant to go through every time you have it? Like, I like to call it a spiritual awakening of sorts. Like when you learn your life's lessons, what is the sequence you go to in order to um, access your wealth and create like your impact? So the human design gives you the foundations. And then it's almost as if the gene keys is like really the cherry on the cake to show you how to navigate it further. And how did you get into that? Because that is like very, like, again, quote unquote, very woo like coming from like a household that was very Christian. Cause my, my upbringing was also very Christian. And so going into the quote unquote, it going into the woo was always very like, it's not something you do. It's something that you need to be careful with. It's something like, how did you 
basically do like a 180. And I'm not saying that one has nothing to do with the other or has something to do with like Christianity yeah. and woo. Okay, let me just hit pause for one quick second because I want to ask you one simple question. How fucking ready are you to make 2022 the year where everything manifests for you? All of your dreams, all of that freedom that you keep daydreaming about. How freaking interested are you in making it your reality? Hold on, are you actually interested or are you committed? Because that's a game changer. So ask yourself if you're interested or committed to making 2022 the year where all of your dreams are coming true. And if you're committed, why not apply to Elite Freedom Biz right now? This is my one-on-one -on -one coaching container that combines mindset, energy, soul, and business foundation structures, simplification systems, and strategies to make all of that goodness and all of that freedom that you keep daydreaming about your reality. We're talking about time freedom, financial freedom, location freedom, all of that freedom. Apply to Elite Freedom Biz and it's linked in my show notes and make shit happen for yourself. Okay. Let's get back to the epi. But there is, like, you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you mean. Okay, so let's yeah. tap into that because you are so into the woo. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I'm, like, fascinated. <laughs> I, it's so funny. My husband said to me the other day, he was like, when I married you, you were not like this. And I'm like, yeah, because you gave me the space to be like this. <laughs> but <clears throat> it's always been here, like, even if I think about memories as a child, I remember we had this corridor and I get goosebumps every time I think of this. We had this passageway um, by, by the entire area where we'd all sleep by the bedrooms. And my bedroom would be, no one would probably see this. My bedroom would be right here on the straight of the passageway and my mom's would be at the end. And I remember the evenings I would sit and I would see this man, almost like a wizardry figure, like hunched over the shadow walking up and down. I've got so many response now walking up and down the passageway and I would lose my voice trying to call for my mom. And when I eventually would get her attention, she'd be like, no, don't worry. It's the cars passing by where many years later, like probably last year, to be honest. And I'm like, then I was 26. I'm 27. Now she came out to me and said she would wake up a few nights. She was startled awake and she'd actually see this wizard man sitting in her chair. Hold on. So my mom's got she always yeah. made like she always pretended that it was like the cars, but she it was the lights of the cars passing by. Um, so my mom's very intuitive too, but I think she doesn't want to tap into that side. Like she's a little bit scared. And there were certain stages where I, I had this beautiful glass bowl just filled with rose petals in my room as a kid. And I went I, a lot of my afternoons, my parents would be working, so I'd be alone at home. I went to go make coffee and the moment I came back to my room, these glass, oh, these glass petals, these um, rose petals were in a circle on the floor and they were just lying there and there were no doors open and there was no one at home. Oh and I always felt presence, like a presence around me and I would always see things. And it was truly in 2016, I went through quite a bit of a traumatic event with traveling and stuff and had really bad PTSD. And that kind of started the spiritual journey but I numbed it when I went into bodybuilding and competing. And then in that midst of 2018, ending my, my competing career, when I was like, girl, you need to connect because you, you're literally going to kill yourself if you don't. It was at that point. Yeah. I started diving into the spiritual realm. Like, granted that I've done a lot of like psych therapy. I saw a lot of psychologists. I tried it. I never resonated. 
um, I, I was on medication and I was like, this medication's making me feel worse. Like something's got to give. And that's when I started slowly diving into the spiritual realm. So I first just started reading about energy, tapping in. Um, and only when my husband and I moved from the city to the countryside, it was almost as if the fresh starts and being so grounded in nature gave me this permission to unapologetically be myself. Mm-hmm. And probably it was last year in the midst of COVID, we went down to more of the seaside to live with my husband's mother during lockdown. Cause my parents were in Namibia, like his mom was alone cause his dad travels for work. So we were like, okay, let's just be together as family. And it was very interesting cause she healed a lot of my mother wounds for me and provided such an unconditional environment. And I think just the whole energy, it was so interesting when COVID hit, I immediately told my husband, we're fine. Like this is just a spiritual awakening. And he was like, okay, babe, like, calm your tits. Like, who are you to say this? Watch I'm like, the news, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even watch the news, to be no, honest. No, I don't either. <laughs> and I was like, no, baby, don't understand. And throughout the whole of last year, I started diving more into spiritual practices. I bought my first Oracle deck and just started tapping more into that side. And I remember when I did my first Oracle reading for a client, I started channeling messages from you know loved ones that had passed and so many things that had been happening and i was tired for like two three days after that but i was like oh my goodness this is this is something i need to go into and that's how i just kind of found found me and the more especially this year the more i leaned in and the more i tapped in the more it started opening up doors like beginning of the year i still remember planning out my entire like website and wanting to do things and I just wrote down quantum healing. It just came out of me. And I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> and I researched quantum healing, saw the energetics behind it. Cause again, I love Reiki. I do Reiki, um, get Reiki done for myself, but Reiki never resonated with me to become a practitioner. So I was like, okay, there's another modality. And I started diving into quantum healing, went into the realm of like the quantum physics. And yeah, that's kind of how the woo just, it literally just found me. and it's been really magical. I have so many questions, but like the one question that keeps coming back to me, and I don't want to forget to ask you that wizard that was walking like the hallway. Hmm. Do you know who it was? I, the interesting thing is I know it's definitely not family, but I do think there is past beings life. Like, let me just call them beings of sorts sorts in the house that we grew up in Namibia. Like I can't sleep there. I can't, I'm never at peace. And I do know that there are people who have most likely lived there. Cause my dad's had the house for even like 20, 30 years before I was born. So he's had that house for very long and we've obviously renovated it and all these things, but here's the bizarre thing. If this is turning out to be a completely like witchy episode, <laughs> here's the bizarre thing. My, I remember I went down like two years ago and both my grandparents on both sides of the family have passed. And my mom kept come like saying to me that she's seeing things at the night. She's feeling scared and whatnot. And the one night I can never sleep in my house there. I was sitting in my bedroom and my bedroom, as we've now renovated the place, my bedroom is close to the kitchen and my parents are, they sleep on the other side of the house. 
And I had my little dog, Zoe, my Jack Russell with me. And she's always like my shadow. And I'm sitting and it was probably like almost 12 a.m. Couldn't sleep, sitting, reading in bed. And I hear this sound. I'm like, it sounds like a vacuum cleaner. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And I'm like, okay, goosebumps. <laughs> and I literally get up and Zoe walks with me. And the moment I stand in my door, because my door was closed, I just see she's like, her hair starts going up on her spine. And I open up my door and there's just this ultimate feeling of like this cold wind. Like, I don't know if anyone's, anyone's ever felt death, but that's how I can describe death. It's like this cold to your bone, just overwhelming feeling that comes over you. And I look up and I see the blender is on. There's no one there. Like all the lights are off. And I walk to the kitchen. Zoe's always by my side. She didn't even follow me. She stayed in like, stay literally didn't want to pass the, the, like the door. She stayed in my room and I looked at the blender. The blender wasn't plugged in, but it was it on. It wasn't? It wasn't plugged in. And I literally put the blender off and I was like, I just remember saying this so loudly. I was like, it's enough because this thing has been tormenting my mom for so long. And I was like, either you show your face and we get this done with, or you leave, you're not welcome. And suddenly I just felt like this coldness in the air just drop. And my mom was like, she never felt anything before. And I've done like clearings for my friends as well at their houses um, for entities that stay. So yeah, that's kind of how I realized like I do have a connection with something deeper and greater than me. And yeah, instead of fighting it, I just started embracing it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, we need the champagne. Like, screw the coffee. Bring yeah, the I'm like, I'm now. over my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, seriously, like my notes here, like they're fuck my notes like <laughs> I think we need to do another episode after this <laughs> seriously but it's like and like here's something like I've never actually publicly shared this story or like these stories before but what like everything that you're saying resonates with me because things like that have happened to me my entire life but especially in two of the houses that we were living in because my parents moved like pretty much every year every other year so we would move houses a lot um and in one of my houses this is like the first um first time that this like quote unquote this happened to me i was probably like nine or ten it was on a sunday night i mean i remember it was like january i was with my older sister and her friend who were about like 10 years older than me we made dinner my mom was in ottawa for the weekend with like her husband and my younger brother and so we're doing the dishes and you have to like picture the house kind of like a U shape. Uh, so there's like the kitchen in one end, there's the U. So in that U, there's a mirror that goes like from wall to wall, floor to ceiling. And at the other end of the U is the washroom. So basically I'm doing the dishes. My sister and her friend go to the, the basement, uh, which is like right before the washroom. And so when I'm done the dishes, I go with them. Well, I actually joined them and I'm like, well, hold on the bathroom door, which is like the door right after the, the basement, the light is on and the door is closed. And now both girls are downstairs and I'm like, well, who's that? Who's in the washroom? And they're like, they thought I was kidding. So we, so they came upstairs with me and my sister tried to open the door, but something like froze within her. So we went to the kitchen thinking that we could see the person or like whatever it was through the mirror. 
because there's like the reflection. So we were so scared. I mean, I remember they were holding knives. I was holding like, I mean, I was nine or eight. Like I was so young. I was holding like dishwasher soap. Like, <laughs> and, like <laughs> and we called our neighbor. So he like went through like around the house because it was like snow. So he would, he, his father was like, well, if someone's in the house, we're going to see footprints. There was no footprints. He came inside the house, came to open the washroom door and the door was already open and the light was closed. And there was like no one in the house except the three of us. And I remember that day vividly and things like that had happened throughout my life. Like in one of our houses, we found out like years later that this little boy ex- like sadly passed away in my bedroom. Shit. But for I years, would stage that place. I would I, <laughs> like I know. I was so young and my mom being like very so Christian does not believe in like saging and like she didn't believe in like the fact that I couldn't sleep or have nightmares or whatever like I, I just couldn't be in my room like I but I didn't know I, I found out like 10 years later and I was old I was I was like 16 17 18 and I couldn't like I was crying myself to sleep like so, like shit scared to death and so like your story really like gives me the goosebumps because I've been through that like I know what it is to like feel something going on and yeah, like, yeah. And I love the fact that you're making that like that you're like holding hands basically. You're like, okay, I'm here for it. Like <laughs> And it's I find that it's it's a blessing and a curse because a lot of the times you'll like I'll feel I instinctively know when something's wrong with someone. Like I I don't want to say I predict things before they happen, but it has happened. Well, the Kylie, you do psychic readings, but <laughs> like it's like really, but there's been moments where I predict something happening or I feel someone's energy is off and then I'll be like, oh no, I'm fine. Oh no, nothing. Don't worry. Everything's fine. And it drives me up the wall because as a normal human being, I can't just be like, okay, no, they're fine. Walk away. I instinctively know what's wrong. So I will continue to dig until I get the answer because I'm like, I know what's bothering you. Like, let's just speak about it. Mm. So there's a side where I think it's amazing because it's a tool that we have to really help raise the collective consciousness. And it's a tool that's helped me. I'll, when I went through my period of PTSD in like 2016, I still remember this one family friend um, that we have. She's very woo and very witchy and very spiritual, which is interesting because when I started tapping into it, my mom kind of tried to push me away from her but she bought me like different colored candles. And she was like, okay, your black candles is to protect you from negative energy, like whites to like call in for manifestation, purity and greens for money and like all these things. And I still remember like not knowing what this was and just burning these candles and being like, I pray to God that like this PTSD just goes. And I, I don't know about you, but like what really ignited my spiritual awakening and becoming really more woo was this ultimate moment of surrender. Like, absolutely to your knees being like, I've got nothing left. Like, please, like, I believe God, universe, angels, it's all one bigger entity that's guiding us. And I'm like, God, like I just completely surrender mm-hmm. like fully on my knees. And I'm like, I am ready. I've learned my lessons, please. Like just, just guide me to enlightenment. Like I fully surrender. And I think that's been the entire pathway with my business too is just getting to a point of being like, I completely surrendered to something greater than me. 
please use me as a channel to help women find their freedom, find their fulfillment and find their healing and just completely surrendering to the practice. And I feel like we all kind of have that moment of coming to our knees. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that because I, yeah, I remember my moment, like, like that moment. I was like two, two years ago. I, I was like struggling with um, like very severe all day, every day uh, anxiety to the point where I was just like, because on paper I had it all. Like I had like my, my, I was married to like a fabulous man. I just had a baby living in a good, like beautiful house. Like we were traveling the world, like everything was perfect. Um, but I felt like such a disconnect from going back to my nine to five after like a year and a half staying home with my, 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 my son. And that like created the worst anxiety. And I was to a point where it's just like, my child is going to grow up without a mother. Like I can't be that mother for him. Like I'm like, I was literally making plans to like end my life. And so met the doctor and my husband was, was with me at the doctor's appointment, that particular doctor's appointment, which was like January 2nd. So literally it's going to be two. January is a really big, like, it feels like everything happens to you in January. True. (laughs) (laughs) True. I'm like, Ooh, excited for this one. What's going to be. But, um, basically I kind of like decide, I'm like, I don't want to like go on living this way. So it's either like, I'm done with it and like that is it or there's something greater for me out there. There's something greater like I need to like make my way through this and like transform basically and heal and like release and reinvent and that's what I did and but it doesn't mean that it was easy. It was like kind of like a tunnel, you know, or like a caterpillar or something like that cocoon. Um but there's like that moment where you just need to be like I'm not giving up, but like, give me like that one, like I'm surrendering, surrendering right now. Like I'm anchoring to the fact that there's something greater for me. Show me the way. <laughs> exactly. So, I couldn't yeah. agree with you more. It's, it's really just to that point of coming to your knees and being like, I really have nothing left to lose. And I always say, I, I to my heart and to my core do not believe we go through the shit we do as humans in this lifetime for fun. Mm-hmm. I very much believe, and I think that's kind of what fueled me, you know, in my business and using the tools I now do to help women because I was like, I have gone through this and I have lived my story. And I think that's why it's so easy for me, quote unquote, to speak about what I've gone through because I'm like, the fact that I survived that, there is a reason that I am like actually passing down in like a higher source of consciousness and enlightenment and state of being to the woman to come. And I think that also allowed me to have a lot of peace with, you know, my anxiety and my depression. And like you said, we don't fully heal from it. There are still some days where I wake up and I feel anxious, or there was a period where in the past, I think it was last month or so, like I went through a deep spiritual awakening and I was letting go of a lot of old wounds. And I had a week where I, I, I it felt like my depression was back and my hubby was like, are you okay? Cause obviously he doesn't, he didn't know me in that very depressive state. And I was like, babe, feels like my depression's back. And I literally put on Adele's new album. I don't know if you've listened to her new I album. It's so good. Oh my God, you have to. I, I put on that. Adele's new album. I sat in the courtyard outside the one morning 
And I bawled my fucking eyes out. And I cried to Adele's album. I allowed myself to release my emotions, just write whatever comes to mind because I love journaling. And it was as if something just integrated. And I was like, okay, cool. I've got, I've got a new breath of air. I can carry on. So I do think these things like anxiety and depression don't ever really leave us. The imprints are there, but we just have the tools to now navigate it better and actually not create so much of an identity or a fixture towards it. Absolutely. And like make it work for us. Make it exactly. work. Exactly. And realize it's your superpower. Like there is a gift behind it. And when you can access the gift, you're like, okay, amazing. I no longer have to fear it or hate it or hunt it, like hide it or shun it. I can actually embrace it and be like, what's the gift it's showing me? Yeah. I feel like I've reconnected. Maybe this is going to like speak to you, but like I feel like I've reconnected to myself, like my true self after acknowledging the fact that this anxiety was going to take over if I'm not stepping into action right away. And just because I was like running away from my truth for so long, trying to like, trying to keep up with like society standards or what I thought was like the right thing, the right way for me to live my life. And so by doing so every day, like day after day, after day, after day for years, or most probably like my entire life, that anxiety overtook my entire being up until the day that I was like, you know what? Like, fuck this shit. <laughs> exactly. Like, basically, everything I've been doing hasn't been serving me. So I can't go wrong by like stepping into my own truth and like figuring out my way. And yeah. I mean, that's how I started letting go of like anxiety slowly, slowly. Like, with uh, like, obviously with work, with like some therapy, with some mindset work, from, with some energetic work. Um it's just like, it's no longer mine. It's like a passion. Like sometimes it's there. Like, I'm not going to shy away from that. Like, I'm always so honest with anxiety, like, cause I don't want anyone to hide if they're feeling anxious and like never diminish their feelings. But I no longer live in an anxious state, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Raise our champagne. <laughs> I know. I feel like we need to pay. Like we were both when we started this podcast, but like, we just want to see where this goes. And I'm like, holy shit this went like places i did not expect that it's like i'm trying to like find a way to like bring me back to the nose but like there's like just <laughs> we're just so off track but i love it like honestly um mm. so okay i'm trying to like i really there's one thing i really want to tap into because you're so good with like all of your gifts are you like how how can people who are listening right now, May 2020, 2022, I was like, what year are we going into? 22, <laughs> their years, depending on their profile. Mm. So, because human design gave me permission yes. to be my own self. So I yes. want to give people permission to be their own selves in 2022. So I'm going to run through it probably what seems like quickly because we do have six profiles. So for anyone who's like wondering what the profile is, it's almost like if you look at your incarnation cross, it gives you your soul's purpose. And then your profile gives you the costume on how to carry out that purpose. So it really gives you the idea of what is the cloak you need to wear to completely fulfill your purpose. So for my line ones, my beautiful investigators, I really want to tell you is like embrace the fact that you love laying foundations and embrace your more nerdy side. Like my line ones and like they love foundations, they love research, they love that security. So how can you create more security for yourself moving into the new year? 
four line twos, your hermits, like look at how you can actually really just protect your energy more. It's really important to look at how are you going to protect your energy, make sure that you're not overexerting yourself and needing yourself to burn out because you need that time to fill your own cup. The line threes are, you guys love to go through that roller coaster ride of life. So give yourself the permission that not everything has to work out as planned. Like you're going to have your ups and downs, but the moment you actually realize that every, that you are actually out of all the profiles, you are meant to actually go through the trials and the victories because your energy can handle it because you are then meant to actually pass these lessons down to everyone in the 3d realm. So embrace the fact that you are that master learner and detach from the outcome. I think it would be the big thing. Line fours, which is myself, networks, communities are amazing. So looking at how can you cultivate more communities? How can you cultivate more networks? Are there any groups you can be a part of? Like really looking at expanding into that. Like I always think for line fours, we want to think of what are the, the communities that you can tap into that will allow you to be seen. So whether you feel good in podcasting, like whether you feel good in, you know, being a guest coach, like I found it so beautiful as line four, I'll do like guest coaching calls for other people. And from that call, three or four people will approach me and they'll be like, I please want to work with you after one hour of just being in my energy. And that's because of that line four, we have that beautiful power of being in the collective. Then with my line fives, you guys are amazing, very similar to hermit energy, but make sure to set up boundaries because in a line five, you've got that hero energy and aura about you. So people will always be coming to you for advice. They'll always kind of see you as she just knows it all. She's got this old soul wisdom, but make sure that you're not being abused for that power. So I would say lean into boundaries, see where you can set up your boundaries in terms of even your offers. Like, do you need to create clear stark differences to say that I don't really dive into this in this container, but that's what this container is for. Or are people just coming to you for free advice? And you're like, you know what? I could respectfully, you could pay me for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten very sharp to shop on my boundaries in the past month. So yeah, you're good. <laughs> very fiery with that. Um, and then with my line sixes, I would say just really embrace the fact that we also go through that period of like trial and errors. And it feels like life can sometimes be a mammoth. But know that you're passing down great spiritual wisdom to the collective. And that was a very powerful shift for me as a line six. The moment I realized that, like I said to you, my journey throughout my life is actually just helping me create greater wisdom and also pass down greater wisdom to the collective. I was able to almost take everything that comes to me much lighter, quote unquote, because I was like, I know that I'm here to be a spiritual teacher. So yeah, that's, that's my big advice for, for all the like profiles. What about like the projectors and. Oh, so your types. Yeah. yeah. So, types. yeah. Like, so I know, I, people know their lines. I know people like most people would know their, their type. Mm. So for a manifesting generator. So your type basically represents how your aura is expressed for those who are not sure. A manifesting generator, I would say, be allow, allow yourself to be unapologetically seen for all of you. Like really just own the fact that you want it all and you get to have it all. For my generators, I would definitely say don't be scared to actually put in the work. And I feel like 2022 is going to be the year of just an explosive celebration for everyone. So I love make, that. 
Yeah. So just make sure that you're actually really doing the work you love and really stick to doing things that satisfy you. Like, I think it's really important we put to rest the things that no longer serve us. Projectors, how can you allow, and this is so interesting that this is a message that's coming through for me for everyone. Step into your feminine energy, but don't be scared to step into the masculine. I think there's this massive thing with projectors where it's like, I know I've got sacred energy and I, I can't, you know, I need to protect my energy reserves. Create boundaries for yourself, but the masculine structures that hustle energy has got a place. So see where you can support your feminine energy more with masculine structures in your business. My manifestors, honestly, this is really the time for leaders. So make sure that you unapologetically share your message. Don't be scared to be seen for all of who you are. I would even say for manifestors, the fact that social media is going on like this whole video trend and all these things, step into that, speak more. People need to see you for your boldness and your greatness. Like don't be scared to lead after all we've been through as a collective. And then for my reflectors, honestly, just allow yourself to be the compass guide for society and don't be scared to call people out for their shit. I think this is really a time where the reflectors, you are so powerful in showing us what's not working in society and embodying that energy, knowing that you come from a place of good intention, I think you can really create like so many waves in the industry. Oh, goosebumps. 2022 <laughs> is a great year. I love that. I feel I so too. That. So where that can people like, because I, I know right now, like people are like, okay, who the heck is this girl? I want to work. <laughs> is there anything that you want to like share so they can like get into your energy i know you, you were talking about facebook earlier yeah yeah so i think the best place that connects with me is on instagram it's kylie double underscore now um i'm there pretty much all the time i'm like i gave myself like a 90 days real challenge i took a break over the weekend so i'm trying to post real every day so if you want some laughs <laughs> that's going down on there um and then yeah i've got my facebook group the limitless female entrepreneurs and i just i love this community i go live there i do card polls it's just really this hub of incredibly ambitious visionary women that we just come together and yeah support each other amazing well we're gonna link everything in the show notes regardless but like honestly <laughs> this was insane i was yeah i, I I'm still trying to process and I'm going to be like, what are we going to write on those like story deck templates? <laughs> I was <laughs> thinking about title. this halfway through the episode. I was like, maybe she should just call it like something around the, ep like the, the, um, the unforeseen episode or something along the lines of like, we did not predict this and this is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's going to be so good. I'm so happy that you were like, you spend this time with me that we made it happen so quickly. <laughs> I, know. I know. This was incredible. Thank you. Oh, well enjoy the holidays, girl. Keep, keep oh, on with so those good. boundaries because you're like the queen at it. Obviously <laughs> enjoy. And we're going to be talking soon. Yes. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you could go ahead and leave a five-star rating and review, I would be so thankful as it gets to help the podcast get to even more listeners. So don't forget to hit subscribe and until next week's epi, embody the best version of you, living her luxe life and sipping the finest bubbly. Cheers, babe.